Hi, and welcome to the Occupied Podcast, an unofficial podcast discussing the Norwegian television show Occupied. I'm Jack, and here with the team, we're all together, uh, is Guro. Hi. Sam. Hey. And Kevin. Hey. See that? We're getting quick, <laughs> yeah, guys. a little energy, yeah. Um, so before we jump to the episode today, we're going to discuss um, an email that we got. So um, you're always welcome to email us at occupiedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, any questions, comments, uh, criticisms um, that you have in us or the show. Um, so please feel free to email us in, and Sam's going to discuss one that we just got in. Sure. So we have one comment, which I thought was pretty interesting, uh, going back to episode one. Um, and the email writer notes that the PM, when he was in the hel- helicopter with the Russians, he looked like he wasn't going to compromise. He looked like he wasn't going to budge. And there's this point where he realizes just how defenseless this country is when he sees the man with the dog. I was more concerned <laughs> about the dog, but I guess this guy noticed <laughs> the man. The man uh, gets shot. And he has this moment where it really does seem like a turning point where he goes from wanting to stand up to Russia and the EU to um, being afraid about how many lives are lost. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that he made, um, that Matt made in the email. Oh, it was kind of a, like a, it was symbolic. It was symbolic of what was actually going to happen because he was, like he said, he was being resistant. And then once he tries to make a break for it and the Russian soldiers shoot the man with the dog, mm-hmm. He just realizes, like, oh, how serious this is beyond the abstract of when he's... Because he gets... I mean, this is obviously a crazy situation that he's in. And when he's yelling at the EU about how he's a democratically elected leader and this is not okay. But then to see suddenly it all come becomes very real world when they kill a man in front of him because of, you know, because of his actions, because of his not willingness to work, uh, to, to capitulate to the Russians. And so by seeing that, that becomes symbolic. And I think... And going forward, how he later we've seen later episodes, he says how not I, a single Norwegian has been killed, exactly, which we all know is false. But he knows that that guy secrets to do with the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was actually a really good point that we kind of glossed over. And it makes him seem a lot more real. It makes Human. him yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of his weaker points seem mm-hmm. a little more you know palpable. Uh-huh. Like, oh, okay, I can understand what he's going through now. And yeah. I think uh, he also had yeah. There a are a few questions. Uh, one was on. The current state of Russian-Norwegian relations, which mm-hmm. seems very apropos. Mm-hmm, the real world. Yeah. And another on the intel security structure within Norway. Yes. Okay. So I, I went and I, I pulled up some information on that just to give... Now, this might be a bit pedantic for some of our listeners, but others might find it kind of interesting to, and to, to flesh out kind of the background of uh, what these organizations are actually structured like. Is this a podcast about foot care now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All Those right. are so Nailed bad. It. Nailed it. So, so lame. Anywho. It's worth it. <laughs> Except Girl loves it. You have, you have uh, an audience member right there. Right there. Uh, I have one. One out of four. <laughs> um, so so, the, so there minutes. are... He wants to know about, like, what is... Where does PST fall? And, like, are they the only organization? Because we don't really get a feel. They, we jump kind of straight in. Um, there's not a lot of explanation of who these organizations are and where, where do they... How do they interact with one another, and who's missing from um, uh, from the TV show? So Norway has a prime minister. They have uh, it's a parliamentary system, and they, in, as far as the security services are, there are three uh, kind of what we call intel, like intelligence agencies. It's the NSA, 
uh, Norwegian Security Authority. So they're actually, they actually don't collect information. They're like a technological security organization that is in charge with, of uh, protecting information systems. So they're probably not going to make it into the show. Um, the other one is... Sounds super enthralling. I know, right? <laughs> Ooh, is, protecting uh, digital security So e-service... Which uh, should be a part of the show. I want e-service to be in. And so e-service is, um, it's a Norwegian intelligence service. It's, um, it's spelled, Giro, can you pronounce this for me? <laughs> Help us out, <laughs> Why don't you try first? Etterretningstjenesten. Etterretningstjenesten, yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. It's getting better. Right. Get that little Norwegian <laughs> it's language spelled, out. It's yeah. spelled, for those who want to Google it. E T T E R R E T N I N G S T J E N E S T E N. Way too many. Yeah, that's just absurd. No, that's but not, they're like um, not a word. They're the foreign. <laughs> they're the foreign intelligence collecting service. So they get the information abroad. They they work a lot. They're kind of like the they CIA. They're equivalent to the CIA. Yeah. Okay. Or, but they're actually technically within the military. But whatever. Oh, okay. But um, <laughs> the, my favorite thing about them was their seal. Um, so their the emblem is um, two ravens, and they're Odin's ravens. So oh, Odin, God. the Norse god. Had two ravens um, named Hugin and Munin. Hugin and Munin, <laughs> and he, Odin would send them across the world to gather information and bring it back to him. So I oh. think that is awesome for their seal. Isn't that that's, kind of poetic? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. But yeah. then, and then, badass. lastly, is the police security service, which is the Venka oh service. Yes. Politiets Sikkerhetstjeneste. Okay, PST, and um, so they're and they're like the FBI. They do. Um, like counterproliferation, counterterrorism, investigating sabotage, politically motivated violence, um, export laws, that kind of stuff. Um, I checked in 2010, they have 517 employees. Thought that was interesting. <laughs> Maybe cool. they're just well, super efficient. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's those are the main services. I don't think we're probably not going to get anything of the the NSA in here, but I imagine I would love if the e-service came in. But I mean, that might be a little too chaotic um, unless it was some kind of big reveal at the end. Um we also wanted to talk a little bit about the EU because one thing I think a lot of our listeners might, who only have a, like a casual understanding of European politics and international relations, is um, that Norway is not in the EU. Right. What? Yes. <laughs> um, we were smart. Yeah, we stayed right. out of that. So, <laughs> and it has paid off. Why are you not in the is EU? Is it still a debate? Uh, yes, but the people who were pro uh, Norway joining the EU have really quieted down <laughs> lately mm-hmm. <laughs> with everything that's been going on with the financial crisis and all the immigrant stuff. It's It's been a little, um, it's been easier to argue for why we should stay out of the EU. But the big argument in back in, you know, the 70s when they first started thinking about it was um, an economic one mm-hmm. where they were saying, if we're in the EU, then we will be under the European Central Bank, which means that we will be under one interest rate, because that's what the central bank does, is basically moves that up and down. Um, but Norway and our economy is pretty much directly opposite of the European economy because we're an oil exporter. So when the oil price is high, Norway's doing great, Europe is doing crap. <laughs> and we want, Norway would want a high interest rate, Europe wants a low one. There's no way that the European Central Bank mm-hmm. would take Norway's concerns, you know, mm-hmm. put that as priority number one. So we would just get screwed every so, time. So it's just like there's just way too much money flowing out of Norway for there to be like, <laughs> eh, we to make sense. Sense. we're not going to have. 
Yeah, yeah. No, right. but do you, you do still have the passport, the European yeah, passport, Schengen. anything like that? Yeah, so we can travel within Europe without a passport. <laughs> I tried which... to get when we were in Norway. I went. <laughs> I we went into Sweden because lots of Norwegians drive. Well, what is it? They'll pay like three thousand dollars a month for a really tiny apartment, but they'll drive for like four hours to get to Sweden just to buy beer that's slightly cheaper. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> priorities. Because I don't they're know. paying that much for the apartment. They have to go so, to Sweden. So we, we went to Sweden and bought, and bought a bunch of alcohol and then on the drive back, all I wanted was my passport to get stamped. So we pulled in Aww. to like all these trucks and we were like, where they were at a declaration station. I was asking if they would stamp it and they were like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't care. No. We don't. You, yeah. It's open borders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you want to talk about the laws though? Oh, yeah. So because so we're not in the EU, but we we have access to the the European market. But that means that we have to um, accept some of the regulations that they come up with, which are just Mm. not they don't matter to us. My favorite one is um, in playgrounds, because in Spain and Portugal, when, when slides face a certain direction, they get heated up by the sun and kids get burned. Very sensible. Right? So you can't have them facing south. Makes sense. Doesn't matter in Norway. It is freezing all the time. <laughs> so we got stuck with this thing and, and with this rule and people had to change all the playgrounds. And So how just... many jobs have been lost <laughs> due to <laughs> slides? Thousands. Thousands. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it seems like it would be a real... Norway just was like, a slide-based economy. It, but before it went to oil, they were like, this is yeah. just Did you see way... that article that was, it was something like during the economic crisis, it was how about Norway has decided to return to a pillage-based economy. <laughs> they start sailing to... Fr- like, it was like Jens Stoltenberg wanted to build a palace made out of flat-screen TVs. <laughs> I uh, mean, it's a good idea. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be one for the ages. Um, yeah, anything else? Oh, yes. The other, uh, my other favorite uh, EU regulation is the, the cucumber bend. Cucumbers can only, they have to be straight after we, after we joined um, the, the EU. Or <laughs> didn't join the EU, but uh, yeah, after got you, that rule. Wait, adapted the last. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing? Yes. The cucumbers, they have to be straight. So what 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 happens to all the ones that aren't? Do they are they like burned or something? Yeah. Like, well, these are pretty good ones, but but they're not shaped. Not shaped. Just... Sorry. All right, should we get back into the episode? Sure. All right. Is there... <laughs> all right. There's a podcast <laughs> about a show. <laughs> we, not just about our show. We got to begin with uh, the Draco Malfoy looking dude. Oh, if we're gonna Marcus. just analogize everyone oh to God. Harry Potter, <laughs> right? this is this is oh, sweet, timid Draco Malfoy. Well, actually, the first scene we they first the cold open is on Sirkin with the drone mm, on right. the rooftop, yeah. just watching that <laughs> helicopter, that that little drone copter take off, and then yeah. just credits. Yeah. I was like, I'm like oh, okay. Where is this I guess going? it's. No, it's it's today. It's yeah. modern. It's drones, you know. Um, and <laughs> then, so then after the credits, which I'm starting to warm up a little more too. I see Jesper yeah. now, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I can yeah. see him. Good. Oh, we're only in episode four. But yeah. um, can I just say that I just <laughs> now, this past, uh, during uh, this yeah. episode, I got the connection of black and gold. I was like, because, really? because. It took a little while. No, no, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, because I, there's a big stumbling block is, and beho- uh, the lyrics are, and behold the mother load. And, yeah. and I kept on thinking, who the hell says mother load? <laughs> like it's, it's, it's a very dated American yeah. Yeah. term. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Mother Load of Black and Gold. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that's why it's called, the song is well, called Welcome to the show, Kevin. I also Thanks. think I'm starting so to understand a little Norwegian. Like, I can hear Frit Norga. Yeah. How'd I do oh, with that? Did I, do okay? I got high. I can, like, pick out a little. Oh, did you, yeah. or what was Talk. the other? <laughs> There's some other idiots. Oh, yeah. Atten tat. <laughs> Our favorite. <laughs> I got that. Hi. Sorry, Thank Jack. you. And Sorry. assassin. <laughs> That'll get you far. Um, so you pick in uh, Ingrid Bo. Bo? Bo. Bo. Um, pick up uh, Marcus the blogger at his house. If, is that legal? Like, did anyone get a... So they show up at his house and they just bring him in. And they're and he's no like, parents. no parents, anything. So I think we learned he's, what is he, 14, 15. 15, 15, yeah. I mean, even here, you're allowed to lie. The police are allowed to lie when yeah. they're questioning you. As far as questioning without a guardian president, I don't. I don't yeah. know what age you have to I be to bring people in. Maybe you yeah. can. But anyway, so if you know and you're listening, shoot us an email. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, let us know. They uh, so they bring him in and talking about it. so he's writing a, a blog against the Russians, calling for you know action to be taken against them um, for occupying the country. And they also note that they put it. He put it on a homosexual on a, a, on a, a yeah. gay website yeah. for the security. And I thought they were going somewhere with that, but that no, nah, that went know. nowhere very quickly. Yeah, so. they're just they're doing it to pressure him because he. Oh, so, so he's probably, probably is that probably what he is? He's probably gay. Yeah, and they're and like, oh, are you gay? We're going to tell your parents. Does, is that a thing? In, I mean, like, is that still a... Well, when you're 15, and if you're not out, it's always difficult. Ah. But Does he like, have a stutter, by the way, Norway? Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I thought he was I super nervous. Yeah. yeah. Which I bought him like, hey, if, you know, like the FBI dragged me in, I'd probably be sweating bullets no matter yeah, what it yeah. was. Yeah, no, he has a, he has a little... And yeah. is it like a different kind of accent, or is it just <laughs> the way his... Natural cadence. Speech impediment, I think. Because he was sweating, like, mm. yes, as you would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would assume. And um, so they, when they're bringing him back out to the car, um, they, they bring, him in to, uh, bring him to the car. They get a call from his dad, and they're trying to explain um, why mm-hmm. they brought him in. And the car explodes. And I was very shocked by that. Yes. I was yeah. not expecting that. Because one thing I noticed, this is like kept, it's, the show has not been an action-packed, I mean, no, it's We very saw it like there was, I think there's been one like gunshot, th- two gunshots fired this whole TV well, show. The car accident. Which car accident? When he, um, our favorite Russian got hit by a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, been, I think it adds to the power, though, when there's only these exactly. few Exactly, yeah. because they've been using it very sparingly. So when it does happen, it's like a big shock as opposed to if this was like 24 and we were just, you know, yeah. explosions, gunshot time, yeah. every, everywhere. And so the car blows up. Totally freaked me out, but um, and uh, and then we we uh, cut to we see that the kid is on the ground. He's obviously very hurt. Yupik is hurt, and then we cut away to uh, Peter in the in the playground with Aww, that girl. His little girlfriend. His little girlfriend. Yeah. Who? Uh, um, I c- couldn't figure out. So who's the other kid? There's some jerk. He's not a kid. He wasn't like the. <laughs> he wasn't that. He's was just some other dude. Yeah. Politically inclined teenager. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and Benta shows up to to totally cockblock him. <laughs> um, and he goes along with it. Yeah, he's like, he nope, yeah, I'm, I'm going like to get the jacket. Girl jacket. Like, I, d- I feel no sympathy for him. At that point, I, I was a young man. If, if I had the opportunity to go hang out with my mom yeah. and get a jacket, step- I love I love stepmom. <laughs> As he would want you to say. don't understand. It's the jacket. It's the, exactly. That's why it's, I don't have it. No, these jackets are stupidly expensive. What is What jacket? Helly Hansen? Is that what it is? Helly Hansen. And have you guys noticed... They're here now. 
Yeah, when I walk yeah. on M Street, I see them everywhere. But it's, mm-hmm. it's a Norwegian, it's a Norwegian brand. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. when I was a child, all my like rain clothes and the beautiful '80s colored everything <laughs> that I wore was all Helle Hansen. And now I see it everywhere. And the, and the but they're like. Seven hundred dollars. Oh my so god! Okay. Yeah. yeah. We also get to see Benta smile a little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's getting happier. Put that, mm-hmm. uh, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> we'll okay. put it like a sort of tally every time we see it. <laughs> um, then, so the we we also we also check in with Thomas, who is he's getting the emails at his office, and we see all the lists of them coming up. Um, one of which says like email. He gets an email that says PST equals Russia lover. So we know that that's going to be. Um, that that comes in later with the whole free free Norway plot, um, but uh, we cut back to to Yupvik and he's getting <laughs> stitched up and he, he is oh and he sits he, up with the stitches that Very was Jack terrifying yeah. he is covered in, but I love yeah. the the part so he's like covered in blood and um, when he's he's like asking you know is this almost done they're like yeah yeah you're almost done and he bolts up and goes anyway and then it just cuts the ne- next shot is just him putting the badge against the glass yeah and he's just like Aww. drenched in blood it looks pretty badass I it really like so good I really the nurse yeah. doesn't flinch either she's like mm, okay yeah if you work if you work in a hospital yeah, you, you maybe see you've some, seen everything yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably not the weirdest thing. <laughs> Weird, granted. <laughs> you uh, swooned a little bit with him. Yes, and I don't know That's why. No, weird. honestly, yeah, he was kind of sexy what? in this episode. <laughs> you guys are complaining that he's not very attractive. Well, because like, he, he's, yeah, he's... Yeah, no, when it was Didn't need like, the stitches, he's... Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jack I, and Kevin. I, I, I could Whatever. say I'm that... We're getting to the hot blonde in I mean, the next scene, so... I'm, I, I guess, like, his healing powers... <laughs> is or could be attractive because uh, he heals so five. quickly yeah. in yeah. this episode. Yeah, that's that's just something to throw out there. Um, so the quickly, car blew up in his face, and he's and like a week later, he's like whatever. But Free he's got that. Star. He's got his again. I don't know if it's an. I don't. I'm starting to think this is not an acting choice. This is just him very like. <laughs> I think. I think you pick, or the actor who plays you pick, who is named. Oh, uh, what is it? It's written somewhere down there. Eldar Scar. Ooh. Eldar, Elder Scar? Yeah. Elder Scar. Yeah, so he, he, um, <laughs> I just don't think I know, right? Scar, yeah, I don't think funny. he has that much range, is what I'm starting to think. Um, because, uh, like, later on, like, remember, later on, he gives, he gives, like, a little mini speech when he f- gets back with the PST, uh, the other guys, and saying, like, we're going to find the person who did this, and we're going to mm. get him. And I'm just thinking, like, if that was, if this had happened, and like to Thomas and Thomas, came, like he would be like yelling, or, or I feel mm-hmm. like there'd be a lot more like emotionality to it. And I don't know. Just see if it gets. He's a, he's a calm guy. I don't know he's that a I disagree. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. I think I think I still think it's it's part of his. Yeah. Is overall persona. Like, that's just I that's really his persona. Need, I really need to just go look at what else he's been in. But he actually has. He's been. We, I looked at his IMDb. He's got like one other movie he's ever done. So. Oh, okay. Good, the, hmm. good for him. Yeah. But um, so he gets stitched up. He confronts uh, Marcus's dad. And I thought it was. That was rough. I thought that, that was, was really that rough. Was his, the dad, I really yeah. bought that. And because his dad is just confused and angry and just trying to, to cope with it. And and how when he says, when you Vic, um, when, when Marcus's dad says, like, why did you bring him in? He says, I can't, I can't tell you. And his dad says, was it about the blog? Like, yeah. he knew, yeah. completely knew about it. Yeah. And, and it's at that point where I'm. Where I, I felt like his ner- the the kid's nervous nervousness was about the blog rather than mm-hmm. being in the closet. Well, maybe both. Really? Even. I don't. I th- I thought it was. But mo- if the- his dad knew about it, then why would exactly he? exactly? I think it was. I. Uh-huh. I guess I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, it, it seemed like that was the the yeah. main thrust. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and the dad gets gets emotional. The mother comes over and kind of pulls him away, and yeah. Yufik knows to just get out of the situation. Yeah. And um, in the, in the meantime, we see Hilda at work. Hilda, that's oh, is that Yufik's wife's name? Yufik's I've been wife's name missing is Hilda. it. Okay. So Hilda's at work, and she sees the bomb on the news, and everybody everybody's around watching, and they announce that a police officer has been hurt. So understandably, she's kind of oh, worried. And then uh, the 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 uh, we never got a name out of that girl, the blonde girl, mm, no. Anna. 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 Oh, Anna. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Anna makes makes a comment about how. The they PSD, deserve to die yeah, if they're working, working with, with the, the Russians. The Russians. And she has, the they, they end up having a conversation, um, a, a confrontation out on the balcony, which I really yeah. like that balcony shot. That was. Yeah. Uh, I just like the, uh, uh, Hilda's initial reactions is not like, like, like you shut up. It's no, who, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> who the hell are you? Like, well, oh, and I think, really? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very yeah. like turn every comment that Anna makes. <laughs> yeah. Like Hilda just kind of like turns her head. Like, Talks oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, that made me like Hilda. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah like, who oh. says that? I, I mean, okay. young people. She's yeah. only 20. I, I felt... Yeah, but she's 20. She you know. She's 20, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm a little critical, but I felt... This scene, to me, seemed a little stilted. Um, I uh, Just the conversation didn't seem like something that normal people would talk like. like See, it, I actually lo- like. Oh, it. you did? Because yeah. to me, it seemed more like these are, these are obviously two ideas. Like, it's the idea of... Idealism versus pragmatism. Yeah, or... or yeah, I guess a little that and just the the idea that, no, these people are, we should be fighting this. This is wrong. This is undemocratic. We should be taking some kind of action. Yes, and the pragmatic, like, what could we do? This is this is our best course of action. We, You know, Anna says we should have done something. Hilda says violence is not the answer. Like, what were you going to do, blow up stuff? And and I, I, it seemed very, very uh, just theatrical to me, like a play. Like, they, they were each representing kind of an idea, and I didn't necessarily think... I mean, just, I mean, everybody's entitled to it. And to me, I mean, it just felt a little stilted. So I liked it, it for... It, it mm-hmm. is a little sure. awkward. I thought it was a little bit funny. Um, <sighs> in that, you know, how do you deal with young people who have ideas and mm-hmm. but haven't necessarily processed them yeah. yet? And I think it's also a good character-building moment for Hilda. It made me like her. She's not... She's secure enough. She's adult enough mm. to handle this woman with a lot of grace. Oh yeah, yeah that is yeah. true. How and we haven't really built Hilda up as much as I, f- I feel like. There's a lot of really good characterization in the show, mm. and but we don't know Hilda as well. So I thought this was a good mm-hmm. way to develop her. Yeah, when we get and we get some later scenes with her, yeah. I think we we get a better understanding of who she is and her relationship with Yupik once they, they end up talking out at their balcony at home. And then I just think one other thing. Where I like the scene, and I think it's a theme that they're starting to develop now, is how young people are processing this. Because mm-hmm. young people mm-hmm. are starting to be you maybe even a little bit violent, and mm-hmm. how important it is to have them on your side. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so the next scene we have is Yupfik back. Um, he gives and he gives that speech that I was previously speaking about, saying that they're going to find those who are responsible. Um that's so th- that's where my comment really was about him having a little bit more of the range. But uh, then he goes home, so him and, and Hilda go and and uh, meet up. And I, I guess a guard they had a guard there protecting Hilda, and she was sitting on those. Did you notice the little stools that were bolted to the wall at the end? Yes, chairs? yes. No, I, I thought that was kind of funny. I like, I like that. It's very... so convenient. I have yeah. never <laughs> seen one of those before. Is that a real? I, I just imagine like oh, yeah, to like put yeah. on your yeah. boots. Like yeah. that would be great. And it it's snowy yeah. weather. You just. You guys, it's out of the way. I, Think of I don't everything. know if that's IKEA or whatever, but like, Probably God bless you guys. You've <laughs> got it figured out. But um, 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so he has the talk with with Hilda outside. I like I like when, I like when she calls him Hans Martin. Yeah, Hans Martin. Um, oh, I, I got a question. Do they ever talk? Period. Like, oh, it, seems, it, seems, it seems like <laughs> it seems like he's unloading a lot of information all at once. Like this has been like a this has been over. Uh, this yeah. has been like several weeks. Well, you had months, time to right? yeah, months, you, you've had time to, to discuss let's, this kind of stuff. Let's play this out. Like, because <laughs> why? How did they like? How did they meet and start dating and get married and have a kid? That is <laughs> that is a question. Well, also because they're both so timid. she You would imagine yeah. there would have to be a more assertive party. I don't know how right? these two mm. people got together. I um, bet. Alcohol. <laughs> yes, Why the Norwegian is that a dating. Qu- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how you date in Norway. You go to an establishment that serves alcohol, and then you drink <laughs> until gravity starts to slowly you pull you I don't together. know that that's Build specific it. to Norway. I think, <laughs> I think it may be applicable to one or two <laughs> other places. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, that's true. And everywhere. But, yeah, I wonder, like, I'm sure that that's what happened, probably. They were, <laughs> they're a cute couple. Uh, do you think they're a cute couple? Like, I, oh, I, yeah, like, I like I them. like her. I I feel like she probably just grabbed him and was just like, okay, I'm going to date you now. And, be and like, he was yeah. probably like, yep, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. And just, sure, why not? Very well. We will start a family. <laughs> and uh, we'll both work in law, and it will be good. And it will be. <laughs> but you do get to see, that's when I feel that you see more emotional range from him is when mm-hmm. he's talking to his wife. My favorite, yeah. like the my favorite thing I see with him is when he gets a little bit like happy, and it's just like a very small smile. <laughs> like he's, it's a little goofy, and that's like that's when I actually feel like okay, I see a little bit more of this guy's personality. He's just yeah, he's an he's an introvert. You are getting a crush out of him, aren't you? Well, <laughs> dude, when I saw him with that scar, I was just like, you protect me, you. <laughs> what is oh, what does you pick mean? Didn't you you said. Uh, uh, what did we say? Deep. Port? Ba- no. Bay? Bay, yeah. Bay, deep right? Bay. Yeah. You think. All right. Mm. There. More Norwegian, you guys learned. Okay. Um, so uh, he he talks to Hilda and says that how now he's not working for the Russians, but he works um, to prevent misunderstandings, I think was the <laughs> word. I think that was how he explained There's it. There's a yeah. lot of, like, downplaying of the realities a lot of secrecy. Well, and he definitely doesn't mention that he was the target in the bombing, does he? Yeah. Um, about the bombing. Um, so, when later Free Norway claims it, so they, they wasn't targeting him. It was just supposed to... No, Venka says, oh, Dufik says yeah. to Venka, do you think I was the target? And she says yes. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems that oh, okay. likely. Sure. Okay. Huh. Because he's trying, leading that group, but so it's all, but yeah. it's a, it is also a timer How do they bomb. Do that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like it was a ti- like that's. So they would it would have blown up anyway. Mm-hmm. So my thinking is that it was it was to send a message. Like mm-hmm. they it okay. just ha- oh, they yeah. just happened to yeah, be. That, I'm more on just that outside. Side, right. but, um, I feel like, like there's way easier ways to kill you if, if you if you yeah exactly to. Mm-hmm. and like it, it, uh, they even say a little later on like mm-hmm. the boy is hurt but. He's gonna. He's a hero, you know. Ugh. Um, yeah. So, so Thomas. Uh, then we we cut to, uh, to uh, not Thomas to Peter and Peter. He gets. He has the jacket. Goes over to that girl's house. And there's that jerk. Uh, his name was Oscar. 
Oscar. Oscar the jerk. And Oscar <laughs> confronts him about it with being a whore for the Russians. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oof. And uh, but and uh, Peter puts up the, the great defense like it's technically not my mom; it is my stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but airtight, then, but, airtight. But then, but then, man, when he put uh, uh, Oscar <laughs> goes down like a wuss. Dude. Yeah, he does. Oh. Yeah, he does. And you Peter can was see like, from when they cut back to Peter after he punched, it's not, like he's not shifting his weight back; he's not doing anything. So he literally just like, <laughs> stopped. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went down with a jab. Like yeah. that's not. Uh, Kim but was asking for it. Was, it was it was comically timed. Like yeah, it, it was, was very like Yeah, when they started boom. Sound, yeah. It was mid mid sentence. Yeah. Um so the the next thing we see is uh back to, to Hilda's plot line when she walks into her office and Anna <laughs> is is the worst spy. The worst spy <laughs> not very good at I'd rather not very good at this. <laughs> no, not this whole not, espionage thing is yeah, not her forte. Or, or really like um I don't think she'd be very good at improv or all, like working on yes <laughs> what do you do this is a girl with a very limited set of yeah, skills yeah what was the quote she had they were like what, what is that oh just some files like yeah oh, you why do you want this never mind <laughs> and what that is not that is not an answer you want to give if you want to quell any suspicions no. oh and i think no. the other thing is what are what did you plan on doing with this and anna says i'm going to give it to someone who wants to do something exactly She's like that's the specificity what? we look for come on yeah. Um, help you help yourself, and they end up they end up bringing it to to um, their boss who fires and uh, and also says that because I guess Anna's in school. Yeah, she's what, a law what, student. She's a law okay. yeah. student. Yeah. And, and this this is gonna ruin her law career. And Hilda actually thinks that's a little bit harsh, um, saying like, "Oh, do you really need? Is this really necessary?" So that's another thing. Like Hilda, like very compassionate about mm-hmm. at these kind of things. But like my thought was, shouldn't you be contacting the police or yeah, something? Yeah, like, like that's. It sounds like he is going to report it, though, because he says if we don't follow the law, no one yeah, will. Yeah. He's going to tell her law school. It sounds sure. like it's going to be something that people know about. But that would be also something, because we don't, we don't find out who she was going to give it. I mean, it might have no. been Free Norway. It might have, but like, they, there's but never, it's never explicitly yeah. called out. It could be a future plot. It could be. I guess, yeah, it would be. I mean, they are, they are, I mean, we learned from this episode, they're tying a lot of things. This one thing I was going to go into a little bit later, because later on we see, Christian and Elias again. And I was really not expecting that because I thought those plot lines were kind of t- tied up. Mm-hmm. Like Christian... Christian oh, Christensen. Christensen ends up going to... Uh, going to jail. Elias, mm-hmm. you know, we... we it's... it's that, that story arc with his father, I thought, kind of ended. Oh, but, I mean, man. the fact that they're bringing him back, I think that's actually really interesting because otherwise, my, my fear about the show is it was turning a little bit into a, a fetch quest. Like, each, each episode... Like a pro, like they're trying to do something. A problem comes about, and then they hmm. the whole episode is spent them fixing this problem. Then once it's fixed, they moved on to the next episode, and they never. It's always just it's kind of self-contained in each. But the fact that they're bringing in earlier characters that we've seen and seeing how they've changed in this situation, I think, is really good to to um, to broaden the. To, to see how people are changing in this environment in this yeah. very very mm-hmm. complicated situation. I mean, I think you said to me, mm-hmm. uh, though, that, and I had the same thought, which was how anticlimactic the reveal of Ilias was. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. let's get to that oh, okay, at, we'll at the end, later. but that's sure. that's a really, really yeah. good point. Um, so uh, uh, the next scene we saw, so Thomas, um, earlier we saw he got the email from Free Norway, and he's going to go uh, meet with the source. Yeah. It's, uh, this is something I thought was kind of interesting. It, it, so I guess, uh, like, chatting, like, G-chatting yeah. with terrorists is, like, <laughs> <laughs> is like a around. thing. Free yeah, like, free, well, okay. Resistance, yeah. 
tomato tomato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's yeah. that's a really interesting like ha- every other kind of terrorists mm-hmm. plot in any movie or show before mm-hmm. that I've seen has been very like old school communication like through letters or oh, yeah. and the that that, the idea of like com- the types of communication that they use to I know, but have you looked at the real world lately? No, no, I, I, <laughs> like, no that's what I mean. Like, it's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, exactly. Like, so I'm saying, like, that's, yeah. it, it's really interesting the ways yeah. that the different types of communication are shaping, mm. reshaping yeah. the notion, this notion of you know, what, mean, is, what is terrorism, what is yeah, uh, freedom fighting, you know, what's the, what's the difference? And but why, so if they're, I, yeah, there are more ways to blend the line. Why is PST not picking up on that? I am at, well, why are, why would Should I mean? I don't think they the, was monitoring. I mean, we we, know, we hear later that the Russians are the watching. Russians are them. monitoring. But everything. I mean, th- I mean, there's a ton, and Ivanka makes a, several comments about that being illegal surveillance. So, and mm-hmm. nor, from what I looked about, what PST does, they are heavily regulated, and so you can't just start monitoring somebody's, like especially the press. Like you can't just start monitoring a. Yeah. And that's a, and that becomes a point. A back and forth between Thomas saying like, this is a source. I have I have the right to you know that the press is. Um, protected in these kind of situations. But wouldn't they monitor Christensen? After he got... I mean, like, we do get a kind of offhand comment from Hilda that he was released because he wasn't deemed to be a threat, which... Yeah, which I... I yeah, mm. I'm, I'm okay. sure that was a thing just to get him... Yeah, just to get out. him back out. Yeah. But the thing... One thing about Thomas is that I thought there was a, first off, a really confusing cut, um, like, in the editing was... Mm-hmm. So Thomas is leaving the newspaper mm-hmm. and says, I'm going to meet the source. Then it shows a guy in a moped mm-hmm. and then it shows Thomas walking into a building. So I thought it was him on yeah. the moped. I yeah. thought that was a really bad. Yeah. That was a weird cut. Yeah. But, um, and, and then we see, and then the, here's the first, I think completely blown reveal that Sam was saying earlier mm. is when we see, um, and they do do a little bit of like a music cue, but we see the guy, the guy in the moped helmet, um, walks in, takes it off and it's Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I think that would have been, w- and we'll talk about this in like way better to save it to the end of the episode when we get those reveals when they're from, because mm-hmm. we see it as the um, as the audience, but I think it would have been better to put us in the perspective of both Thomas and Yupvik. So in Thomas, like not knowing who this guy is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and especially I think that would have made that cool. seem way more threatening, especially when it, he drops the hint like, "How's your your wife's Wife restaurant?" restaurant doing and to see just like a figure who's like we just see his eyes we have no idea who he is he's representing this a shadowy organization we don't know how how big it is and that from thomas's perspective i think would have been if we were experiencing like him would have been a lot more scary than just knowing oh it's christensen it's christensen mm-hmm. and thomas having a conversation but what is it what do you think it says that he is revealed like we do know that it's mm-hmm. him yeah and we do know that it's like oh it's it's all just one this one guy yes okay so there's that threat level there, I, I, if, on, from Thomas's side, but we, you know, the audience knows that. Oh, it's not really, or it has the potential to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Like what to me it was because to me in this scene, our understanding of free Norway is two guys that we've already met. Yeah, yeah. Whose com- yeah. like, like competence yeah. we don't truly know yet. So it doesn't. <laughs> we don't really know, but there are some hints about the larger organization and. I mean, like I, I have thoughts, but but, that. The, but that we the fact that we only see these two guys, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't believe that Free Norway is more than just more than like Christian Sennett. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we'll get into that at the end because we got to talk about mm-hmm. when they, when they when they they breach uh, um, the the safe house that they're at. So mm-hmm. um, one question I had, and this goes back to what you were saying, Kevin, about like in the age of of digital media and conversations, why does Free Norway need 
Thomas's newspaper. I was just thinking like, if well, why do you why do you need a newspaper at all in, in an age of, of Twitter, Facebook, all like why I feel like it's very old fashioned to be like let's true. call a reporter, meet him, and then you have to put on your front page on your paper on your website. Like couldn't they just mm-hmm. come out and be like announce on a YouTube video, say, by the way, we did it, that will be covered by everything. And yeah. it's not really necessary to go. So when when I saw that, at first my thought was like, this is stupid, this is just a show convention to try to get to make sure we, like, loops Thomas into the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I was thinking, you know what it is? We've only seen, really, um, Christensen and Ilya so far. Maybe they're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe this, they're like, what do you, like, they've probably seen a bunch of movies. Where do we go? Oh, we go to go the news, press. Yeah. The press yeah. or something. That, could, I mean, I would buy that because mm-hmm. they I mean, don't seem like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, it's not the A-team. Yeah. And I had the same thought, that it's suddenly a show convention. They don't need the press that much. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, as far as dramatic value, though, I think it's very interesting to see Thomas threatened and see how he handles that. Yeah, and this and that's what uh, I, 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 as I said already, that um, the fact that we know it's Christensen took a lot of the threat away from me because there's a little bit of Christensen having seen him before. Just he seems a little like tantrumy, like kind of like I don't never take him as like really threatening, and it just seems kind of yeah. whiny and petulant in a yeah. way. So. Which is why Free Norway is seen exactly like, uh, like just if we wanted to, if, children's brigade. Yeah. yeah, I think it might. I mean, I wonder children's what would be more interesting <laughs> if we didn't know who these guys were, or, and then like to 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 be experiencing it from these PST and like who is this who is this underground organization? What do they really believe? What are they? What are their real capabilities? You know, because they blew up. A, they blew. Up, they they had a bomb. Yeah. Know, it was an unsophisticated bomb. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean that that's. Okay. So it's still yeah, pretty hard to work. Or is it better to, to just see them and then we can identify more with them? Although at this point, like, I don't, I'm not really identifying with free. As the guy no. who's in this podcast previously talked about how, like, it, if I was in Norway, I would be out, like, blowing up bridges and, <laughs> and, and like, waving the flag. Like, but you is. wouldn't be targeting Norwegians who are... No, know, probably, no, working no. with Russians. Yeah. No, I would... Yeah, no. <laughs> no I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to Okay, we myself. won't go into... Yeah. Um, so Thomas... Uh, uh, so the, he his wife's restaurant is threatened, um, and he uh, he goes back to his editor. He's clearly shaken about it. And, yeah. yeah, but and, just basically is like, yeah. nope, nope, we're nope, still gonna do it. We're gonna, and he's like, you want to call the police? No, nope. no, I'm good. But I think um, he does want the police to come and push back because yes, Thomas he knows wants what's to happen. be Thomas and yeah. be this mm-hmm. like you know whatever. Yeah, because he um, posts he posts the article and yeah. and, uh, and he knows that they're gonna come the mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. And so then we get uh, the showdown kind of between Yupik and Thomas. So, And Thomas seems to be phoning it in, which is, I mean, in my opinion, which is why I think that he wanted the police to come because he wants yeah. them to protect everything. Yeah. He's just so, kind of like, yeah, they call themselves resistance fighters. Like, it's totally pat. So this this is where I really like this episode because I, in previous episode, uh, uh, previous podcasts, I talked about how I really wanted to get into kind of the moral complexities of this. And this is one of, I feel like, uh, the showdown we see between Yufik and Thomas, um, like whose side are we on in this situation should, and I think it's especially complicated for, for Thomas, who's mm. like they're mm-hmm. threatening. Um, previously, we've seen Thomas has had the luxury to experience the occupation through a very, um, like from a distance almost mm-hmm. as an abstract, whereas like Benta is very much like, yeah, the Russians may be here, but I need to save my restaurant. Mm-hmm. This is a way for me to have it. And Thomas gets to say, like, no, but think our country, this is undemocratic. And now he's being pulled back into that because they are threatening his family. Mm-hmm. They are 
they and so the struggle between do I capitulate in that way and help out or do I stick to the values of the press, even though, you know, we don't hear whether we don't really get a, a sense of whether Thomas thinks these guys are terrorists. He does push back on, on Yupik, say, no, they say they're freedom fighters, whereas mm. y- y- and Yupik, understandably, is like, these guys are trying to kill me today. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give this information and gets a little bit heat about it. But that is, I really like that kind of moral complexity we're mm-hmm. seeing. And I don't know, so like, whose side are you on in this situation? Are you on Yupik or Thomas? I got really mad at Yupik. Really? On that one, yeah. Because it's all of a sudden he is, he just took it a step too far. And when he says, Thomas, I'm bringing you in for questioning mm-hmm. and I want all your sources and I want all your audio files, I'm like, you cannot do that. Really? He mm. no, he's a reporter. Yeah, he's a reporter, and thank you knows that. But you, Vic is is just he is so ready to give up on all of those values right now. Yeah, <laughs> he is very happy to just say thank you and goodbye and leave that in the dust. Mm-hmm. And and that I am not too happy with him. Yeah. For. So because is is PST now a legitimate target? At Free Norway says that they're working with the Russians and Blondie like Blondie McGee. Anna, Anna, whatever her name is, <laughs> Anna. Um, <laughs> makes the comment that saying that because um, they, they say the Russians here, they're not allowed to be here. Hilda makes a comment back saying, hey, the parliament okayed this. And she says, like, that is a, a usurp. They're, they're usurping democratic rights there. That's not this is this is now a puppet government. And does that somehow legitimize them as a target because they are helping the Russians? And. I don't know. Like, I go back and forth day to day on this, depending on whether I'm thinking it from a pragmatic standpoint, from, you know, a utilitarian one, from, you know, the abstracts of freedom. I don't know. It's complicated, but that's that's what I really like about it. Um, any other thoughts on the scene? I mean, going to kind of the next step. Mm-hmm. So Norway, I mean, Guro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Guro's done with Dupik when he does that. I'm somewhat sympathetic to Dupik at that point. It's the next scene. Where I lose all sympathy for you, Vic. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. When you with Sirkin against Venka's orders. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, before when he's going to the Russians, yeah, Bef- to ask for their help with surveillance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. That is yeah, not. I thought no. that was a bridge too far. So first, but before he does that, he oh, does sorry. go to Venka and asks, because um, Yuvik wants to go like all ghost protocol, and start doing some illegal surveillance on yep. them, which she denies, saying like, you know, and which again, I love Venka. <laughs> but man, oh, and she gets a she gets some some news this this Poor episode. Uh, but um, so Yufik ends up calling Sirkin um, to to go get to go get help. Um, and and before we get into the the kind of plotline that falls to the rest with Yufik and Sirkin, let's let's uh, touch in with uh, so Thomas visits back to Bentha. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- man, Thomas is always making digs at Bentha about the Russians. And I don't think he was digging at her at this point. He thought that was dig. When he makes a comment about being profiteers. I think he says you're going to be seen as a profiteer. Yeah. yeah. But that is a really legitimate point. Like, she yeah. is sh- short, and she is short-term in the minds. I get why she's short. She's like, I need to get through the month. I can't think about what I'm going to be doing next year. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But but it made me think of, you know, like World War II when, because, I mean, exactly. this happened all across Europe when anybody, the people who slept with the, you know, the girls that, like, slept with German soldiers or had kids with them. And, I mean, we, a, a famous Norwegian you know, word is not like we call people who are traitors quislings, right? So mm-hmm. who is quisling? He was a Norwegian, but he worked for the Russians, and he. You mean the, the Nazis? <gasps> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I get my bad guys confused. So, <laughs> but he was like, was he the? He was the head of. Mm-hmm. So he was like a Nazi party guy, mm-hmm. 
in yeah. Norway, and when the Russians, uh, Russian, now I did. Now, when when the Third Reich rolled in, they set up the <laughs> they set up the um, a you know like like they have a Vichy government in, in France. They set up a, a Nazi government in um, in Norway, and he was the head of it. And and just and then at the end, you know, rah rah, um, the they you know they kicked the Germans out with the help of the Russians. Russians came in, were yes. actually part really responsible for liberating large parts of Norway. Um, and uh, I believe executed him. Yes, we did. And One now, of the last executions uh, in Norway. And that is um, a term they use now. Like it's a quizzling. A quizzling is somebody who's a traitor. Have oh. they used this in that show yet? I have not heard them say that yet. Has Quiznos tried <laughs> to <laughs> make any sort of oh, law, Kevin. bring any sort of lawsuit oh. against? I'm not sorry. <laughs> There's a, joke, there's a joke in there somewhere. There's we just need Kevin to like work it out. Trying to find it. I, am tr- I was trying the entire yeah. time. As soon as I heard <laughs> it, I was like, "There's a um, Quizno joke in there." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so Thomas doesn't tell her about the threat. Um, but do we think? Would you have? Would you have told her? Like, I, I, he's trying to be protective, I guess. Or? I think he's an awful liar. <laughs> <laughs> he was not selling, yeah. like, from an audience standpoint, he yeah. was not selling the, <laughs> I'm trying to protect you, so, like, you should know this information, mm-hmm. but also, yeah. I love you and I want you to succeed. Sure. So it's, it's, I just don't think he yeah. really and sold he, it. It just, it comes off as him not knowing his wife at all. <laughs> Which again brings no, me to does anyone it. talk he, at all in this play? If in he this knew her, show? he would know that saying, oh, you know, it's a little dangerous is just frustrating because her. what the F is Benta supposed to do with that information? Yeah. yeah. And, and Benta's not submissive. No, no, no yeah. she doesn't take that. I do so. love it. They're the, they're, they're the relationship I buy the most in this. Like, I, couldn't, really? you see, couldn't you see the two of them dating in like college? Like, just probably <laughs> broke up a bunch, but then got oh, back yeah. together every time. And uh, I, and yeah. everyone was just like, either get, get married <laughs> or murder each other. Like, <laughs> one or the other. But again, they, they don't... Another couple that just doesn't talk. Like, what what is going on mm-hmm. here? <laughs> no one exchanges information except in these major yeah. information dumps. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, so let's get to back to, to Sirkin. And so Yuvik meets up with Sirkin. Um, Yuvik is very angry, as angry as a person like him can be. And um, <laughs> another dig at Yuvik. God, that Jack guy's such so, I think it's because so Garo has a crush on him. Jack <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. There it is. Ugh. There it is. Uh-huh. Um, so Yuvik meets up with, with Sirkin. They start looking at the drone surveillance, and they start. Um, so the, the drone surveillance was actually following Thomas was not it wasn't following Christensen yeah, you know, I had to go back and rewatch yeah. that uh, what? they said I they've been following was, him for a while they've been following he doesn't like Russians what did they say yeah. something he's like very that. opinionated and he doesn't, doesn't yes. like Russians mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and they said they've uh. been following Erickson yeah, Erickson. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had to go back, back and, and rewatch. Okay, yeah, because I, I even wrote no. down eyes on Christensen. Because I would have thought, yeah. like, obviously they're watching yeah. the guy that tried to kill their ambassador. But yeah. no, it turns nope. out they were on Thomas, saw watching him meet with Christensen, and then went, let's like, start Russians and journalists, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. But, um, and he notes, Yuffie notes that, like, this is illegal surveillance. <laughs> and Sirkin's kind of like, mm. <laughs> what there? Uh, Which, again, sure. for, for, I am on I am on Sirkin's side in this one. So, like... <laughs> If you're you're operating in a country and you want to protect your people, like you're afraid that terrorists are out there because they obviously look at these, you know, people like Christensen as terrorists. Like you gotta. Find well, a- they're not trailing. If they were trailing Christensen, I would get it. They're trailing Erickson. They're trailing. Yeah, Paris. they're trailing yeah, Thomas. Which, yeah. Well, I mean, for good reason it turned out, but 
I mean, I understand it, and and I mean, like it, like I like how he shrugs off like illegal surveillance, like in the world, like t- in the world of espionage, like these guys care about that. <laughs> the Russians would yeah. care, like oh, it's against ru- ru- like Norwegian law, like meh, whatever. I guess <laughs> uh, it's um, very yeah. It seems very plausible that he would just not. Yeah, I mean, I just keep thinking, like, again, like, if we flip this, I try to, because to, I'm trying my best to, to see it from also the point of view of the Russians, like, if this was the Americans in the situation, like, they'd be like, no, of course we would put drones in the sky and follow <laughs> the people we think are bad. We don't care at all. Like, there, it's, again, they're a superpower in a country that they've thoroughly dominated. Like, what... What also, is, is this drone is like one of the <clears throat> like a like a commercial drone? That like, like something is it like Amazon. forty feet above the <laughs> yeah, ground? I mean, like, like, hey, there's a like drone right above that. my car. Yeah, I can. Yeah, but man, it had a good also, camera it on it. Also, it goes far. Yeah, yeah. right, and okay. fast. So, like, it, yeah. it keeps. That, I don't mm-hmm. know if that was a real. And they they we we missed drone. the scenes of Cirque like charging it, charging. The yeah, testing it out in the in the courtyard. So the. So they catch up with Christian, right? Yeah, so they get, so Yupik starts following them and they make, he doesn't tell Bo uh, what's going on. Um, and I like, I think this is good to so, show Yupik. So previously, Yupik was kind of protected. First, the first step was when he pr- protected Sidorova from being shot out of kind of, I just think like an instinct almost. Like, yeah. he, like yeah. he just yeah. didn't yeah. want anybody yeah. to get hurt. He's a bodyguard. He's a bodyguard, that's, that's what he does. He yeah. doesn't want any, any violence. And now it's, step by step he's like then he's like getting assigned to protect the russians he wants to fall through when the kid when Ilias uh or when when melvick murdered the the russian guy he wants to f- solve that because someone was murdered and that like he, he's getting more pushing the line more and more he's being okay now he, by going to circuit in the first place like that's a huge step being like mm-hmm. you know what benka's not going to let me find the people that tried to kill me and ended up hurting this marcus kid I need to go and I go again, ghost protocol, find someone, <laughs> find a way to do this. I'm going to, he's really hardcore now working with the Russians to, mm. to try to find the people that he wants to get at, which I think it shows a lot of movement in his character. Um, so they track down to, to a house that Christensen's at. It's not, so here's, it's not Elias's house. We know that mm. yeah. it's, I imagine it's not Christensen's house. Like, he wouldn't be standing like a, like a safe house. house. Safe house. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing is because we keep, we only see, Elias and Christensen, but just by the structure of like, if you look behind behind what they're doing, they we know there's got to be more people to this. First off, like they're in this and house, phone call. and he gets that phone call, and so he gets mm-hmm. they they're about to storm in. They call for backup to get permission to go in, and um, and they so we see that they're watching TV. They're watching the the broadcasters are talking about um, how Free Norway has claimed responsibility. Um, so and the the broadcasters. Oh, it's all real. They're actual real. Oh, yeah, yeah. really. Like how broadcast. sometimes they have like Brian Williams. Exactly. On it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And the logos and everything. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. And then um, I think they they totally spoil one of the reviews. This is the one that got yeah, me this angry is what a little I meant bit more. To. Like then we see Christensen getting ready, and we know there's another guy in the room, and it just turns and it's Elias, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess Elias is in on this, which I think would have been so much better if they didn't if they found a way to hide him running or at least not just until don't show the his kick. face until mm. that scene yeah. when Yusuf yeah. is running and pulling his weapon and screaming stop 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 they're climbing the ladder and Ilias turns around and we see like we get then we would experience that shock with Yupik mm-hmm. like oh my god it's this this kid that, yeah and so I think they totally blew that moment because I thought I had missed the reveal right it yeah, just seemed not, it I was, was like so was I not paying attention yeah yeah, yeah. um so who called 
this guy. Definitely an informer in the police. So right? yeah. that seems to be. So well, let's think about this. So there was. Um, so a phone call came in to warn them about the police, and then somebody picked them up in a car. So that yeah. they remember they run out into the street. Both of the two of them at the end, when and and Bo oh, is yeah, chasing them, okay. they hop into a car. Go up. So someone. So my yeah. thought is either it was someone in the car watching that happened to see the police rolling up and yeah. got him out oh, of there, okay. or. Or yeah, more like, interesting if it's an informer. In I'd be way more interesting yeah. if it was somebody. But I'm like walking through, like who could it be in the show? Like, because are they going to really introduce a new character? Are they going to introduce a new like character a new to be that point, or is it like who? I don't it's think. Benta. Is it? Is it? Is it <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Like I don't think of anybody. It could be. It's. The I guess they could introduce a new character. Maybe it's Oscar. Maybe it's that that jerk kid from the beginning <laughs> who gets totally. who gets decked. Yeah. Totally. That's his role. That's no. his revenge. Wait, no, 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 That's no. His I think I've got it here. You, who did we not see in this episode? The PM. We didn't see Jesper oh, at all. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought I didn't Nearly. notice that till the end. I, oh yeah. No Jesper in the whole episode. Huh. Um, Anyway, so he gets a call from someone we don't, and I thought the way they also did, they know you. You know, I think every other phone call we've seen here, we've like, heard the other person on the line. Like, they don't give anything from that end. And we don't mm. hear, so he just knows quickly to bail. They start running. Um, we have that chase scene. And um, at, at, when they see it's Ilias, Ilias kicks Yufik in, in the face. Do you fix his ass kick? That would hurt so much. But it was so, so f- the kick was so fast. It yeah. was, like, yeah, it was, it was pretty really good. But he yeah. lined it up. Like, that's a, like, he put his head, like, on a tee, like a football. To yeah. Just, <laughs> that wow. was a field goal type game. Um And then, so they, they are able to get away. And then we get one brief little scene tacked on the end, which is um, Benta... In the house. With the Helly Hansen jacket. With the jacket mm-hmm. falling the out that, so. Is there blood on it? Why is she looking at it? I think, I. I oh, he just stashed the... it. He stashed it, yeah. yeah. He's, He's like, like mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to be a Russia lover. Oh. I just, I, if, if, if that. That's if why she's looking at it. having this jacket means that my friends, you know, think that I'm this person. Then I, I think. I can't get my I See, and this is the thing. I think him bailing on the girl is what did it. Like, <laughs> as a as a former <laughs> teenage, teenage boy, teenage boy <laughs> like <days>. yeah, <laughs> it has almost nothing to do with the jacket and everything about the person who's wearing it. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you you bailed on her, so yeah, mm-hmm. stepping um, in. Final thoughts on the episode? How'd you guys like this one? It's good. I this is my favorite one so far. Really? Yeah. I the reason I wrote. Um, because Jesper isn't in it, and uh, <laughs> he annoys me sometimes. Um, but I thought it was a little more propulsive. Um, I, sure. And and especially, I think getting into it, it's fulfilling what I want with the moral complexity. Okay. Because um, I, I think it gets more nuanced about whose side we should be on. Because I wrote down like we see Free Norway versus PST, Thomas versus Uvic, Thomas versus, versus an ben- editor. Yeah, mm. versus Thomas editor versus, versus Benta again. Yeah. Thomas um, is fighting everyone. Jesper, Jesper on cutting yeah. the deal with Norway to get them out. Like, was that the right decision? Like, uh, one of the things uh, uh, watching the show again, it's like trying to trying to empathize in every scene, going back and s- trying to empathize with each guy and see like, would I be making the decision? How would I be in this scenario? Because that's the thing I th- I feel that's really cool about this show. Um, I know previously I was talking about how I wanted to get more world building, and. I, I hope that it doesn't um, I love getting that and I love f- fleshing out um, what the what the country looks like but 
the way I find I best engage with it is with that world building, how do individual actors operate in this these situations? It's like what we see is normal people, people that we can easily identify with um, in crazy situations, mm-hmm. like in this in in where everything that they've known and the structure that they've operated in their day to day lives is being overwhelmed by a huge new force that's coming in and just changing how they have to operate. And so to see how would a prime minister all of a sudden have to deal with an occupying country that's threatening to hurt his people? Who does he, where does his loyalties lie? Where is, what is the true good thing to do? Is it to protect your people or stand for principles? If for PST, you're sworn to protect your country, but do you help out to try to prevent, there's a group in, of fellow Norwegians that are trying to kill people. Do you actually go after them or not? And then Thomas from, what do I do? Do I protect my family? Do I protect the ideals that I've been taught as a journalist? So seeing all of that and seeing how people have to deal with these real plausible um, questions, that's that's what I'm getting the most out of this show. Reminds me of Finn from Star Wars. Oh, the <laughs> yeah. new Star Wars is so good. I know, right? Um, and I also, yeah, I really like that they brought Christensen and Elias back. Yeah. I'm still waiting on the king. I want the king. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, King. Happy birthday in Norwegian. Gratulerer med dagen. Glad til hverdag. But, um, He's 79 today. Happy birthday, King Harold. Yeah, he's good. Um, can I share a little mind melt story that I had um, <laughs> after we watched, I think after this one or the previous one, um, I was listening to the Norwegian news and the actual news. And our defense minister was on the news saying, like, hey, guys, we need to not scale back our military right now because Russia is scaling up there. So we need to start putting more money in there. And I for, mm-hmm. for two seconds thought, but we're already occupied. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then slowly so started like, to remember that right. there's a oh, difference. Everything's okay. It's a television show. <laughs> reality and, and reality. Fiction. Yes. I love it. Or is it? All right. Uh, any closing thoughts on the episode, guys? Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, um, you can always email us at occupypodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we'll see you for what episode's next? August is next, right? Yeah. They're going to leave. It's going to be over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. End the show. Uh, yes. End yeah. of show. Our right. right. final and, show. Um, I, just one thing I want to say a uh, special message to a uh, special listener of ours, uh, King Harold. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> sir. Really, your, uh, your Highness. Yeah, you're, we you're, have the utmost Your respect. card is in the mail. All right. <laughs> if anyone listening to this can get this to him, <laughs> do crazy. that. All right. See uh, we'll see you guys next episode. Bye. 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 A black and curl.